I wonder why he considered me. (laughs) (laughs) Or why did you have to consider me your servant, Job? Mm -hmm. And I think God would have responded, because you're just a jar of clay. But when I'm done with you, they'll be talking about you forever because of what I am in you. That makes you want to praise. Life can get really busy, but we're reminded that when we live the kingdom pace, we not only have time to grow more ourselves, but to also grow closer to our creator. Kingdom Pace is a podcast about the ways we can make sure we're staying alongside Jesus and staying right where we are supposed to be in life. Hey everyone, welcome to the Kingdom Pace podcast. Back again, I am Jessica and with me is Mark and James. So today we are at my favorite praise. So um, before we we jump into that, I read something that I just thought I would share. Um, and we've already been having some conversations this morning that I think will really tie into all of this and just kind of where our praise comes from. So um, in Isaiah 65, I actually I had noted this down here from a couple of years ago, and I just wrote next to it petition because last time we talked about petition, and I think that you know when we when we give our petitions to God and we hear how He answers them, our response is praise. So, like I said, this is from um, just about two years ago now, but I just have in here it's from verse one. It says. The Lord says, I was ready to respond, but no one asked for help. I was ready to be found, but no one was looking for me. I said, here I am, here I am, to a nation that did not call on my name. And so my name, or my note that I have is just call out to God. He wants to hear from us. I thought that is such a simple petition, like just calling out to God and just asking him to to speak to us. And then a little bit later in the chapter, um, like I said, the same, same date, so two years ago, but I had noted, thank you, God, for helping me to turn to you. And it's interesting because the verse I have is not one I would normally associate with praise. You know, it's it's not um, talking about being joyful or anything. But it says, um, now I will destine you for the sword. All of you will bow down before the executioner. For when I called, you did not answer. When I spoke, you did not listen. You deliberately sinned before my very eyes and chose to do what you know I despise. So I read that and like, why did I thank God for that? You know, it mm. seems like such a such an odd thing. And I know it's because that is what we're destined for. That is where where we're going. You know, when we're born into a broken world. Um, we are destined for the sword. And so when I read that and I, I think about how we are able to call on him for help, knowing how he saves us and how he redeemed us, like that to me is ultimate praise. So I just want to kind of start by, by sharing that because um, praise, I know we talked about last time, can seem very circumstantial or situational, but knowing that truly praise comes from just knowing him. And that in itself is really all we need to praise. So, you know, I think you were talking before about um, the song I Am. Mm. And and when you were reading the lyrics of that song, like it, it made me think back to this, and I thought, oh, this is perfect. Like to me, this is totally how God is working to set up how we just praise Him for who He is. So let me read those <clears throat> because it, so here's the song. It's called "I Am," and the artist is David Bowden. You can find it on Spotify and other places. This is 
uh, about a seven minute long song. So this is an area that I was telling the both of you today on my way here really was hitting me. And it says, before you even knew how to sin, I am where your salvation begins for before you withdrew from the path of my way, before you willfully and joyously disobeyed, before you betrayed the gift that I gave of that breath in your lungs, that life in your airways, by saying no to my love and yes to your heresy, before you engaged with the enemy, waged in sin with intensity, before you derained my supremacy, inflamed my jealousy, before you chose greed over my adequacy, lies over my accuracy, pride over my advocacy. Before you chose your sinful self over me, I am. I am the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep. For before you were a spotted lamb, I am. For I am the way before you could ever run away from my call. I am the truth before you could ever walk away from my law. I am the life before you could ever turn away from my cross at Golgotha's score. So I beg you now to withdraw. Withdraw from your sin, for I am your only temptation. Withdraw from yourself, for I am making you a new creation. Withdraw from your pride, for I am ruining your reputation. Withdraw from your self-righteousness, for I am your only mediation. Withdraw from your hopes and dreams, for I am your only expectation. Withdraw from your life, for I am your crucifixion. Before all time, I am all-sufficient. Before all titles and designations, to my name alone do the cosmos listen, for I am Jesus. And there's more. Mm. And, you know, I wanted to... I wanted to listen to an uplifting song and this song just was we were talking about certain chords and they just resonate inside mm-hmm. your soul and those words I'm, I've listened to this song dozens and dozens of times like maybe a hundred times and there's always something different that I find mm-hmm. where I want to praise God because of those lyrics and today it just hit me like how many times have I you know when it says before I chose greed over my adequacy, lies over my accuracy, pride over my advocacy. Like, whoa, yeah. <laughs> it, it's just, uh, it just, it just pounds you sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean that in, a, I don't mean like in a beaten down way. I came in like excited. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, and that led us into a great conversation about music and how that can be so inspiring and uplifting and, reach depths of your soul that no other sense can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, those lyrics are extremely humbling. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of times with praise, you think about, you know, exalting and and lifting up and things like that. But really before we can do that, we have to humble ourselves and put ourselves, you know, really in our place so that God can be in his. Absolutely. You know, James, he reads that and he talks about um, when he, he reads that line about pride. Um, pride is the absence of praise. It truly is because in our pride, we don't think we need God. So like the, like I really feel like the truth is it's like the more, the more we get closer to God is our life should really be um, like at praise. The Bible tells us to pray at all times. 
I think we should be praising at all times too. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, you know, and, and, and I think we've, because the church expresses like times of worship and music is always playing. We associate praise and worship that there always has to be music, mm-hmm. you know, and then I read, I read in James, this is James 4.10, it says, humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up in honor and like God is always present, right? <clears throat> and so with him being present, so listen to that. Humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up, right? Humble yourself in the presence of the Lord and he will lift you up. And then listen to what Paul said in, in Acts. This is Acts 3. He says this, Repent of your sins and turn to God so that your sins will be wiped away. Then times of refreshment will come from the presence of the Lord. Like presence is Praise. He's always present. Hmm. And I don't know that I understand that. I really don't think I understand, even following all these years. I don't really think it's really clicked that God dwells inside of my soul. Mm-hmm. Even right now. Like, right now is like opportunity to worship. We could just break out here. In the middle of this place, people think that we're weird, which, I mean, we kind of are. Mm-hmm. Well, I am anyway. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I won't speak for you too, but y'all already know that, right? Like, what binds us? Mm-hmm. What makes us not feel free? Well, the Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. So why don't we feel free right now just to let it loose? Hmm. You ever thought about that? Is it pride? Pride's the absence of presence. Right? Because if you realize he's present, mm-hmm. you'll humble yourself. And then what's this, what's Paul say? Times of refreshment will come. Mm-hmm. From what? The presence of God. Who, by the way, is always present. I feel like praise is acknowledging that Jesus Christ is in me and with me and always there. Mm-hmm. And that makes me want to praise at a moment's notice, right? It's like, yo, insert praise right here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and y'all listen, if you could see the smile on James's <clears throat> face. Like this, this is the one thing about, as we listen, I listen to podcasts. I wish you could see my friend's face because you could see the presence of God shine through their, their eyes when they've drove in, driven here and God has spoke to them through a song or through their family. Like these are things that you guys can't see, but you know what? Look for them and your friends. Like Jesus is always present. And so make, make time for praise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just, you said a lot right there, and my mind is just going in a couple different directions. Um, and it, first of all, when you're talking about that and that feeling of, you know, his presence and 
I just, I had a, a memory come to mind. Um, so I'm going to share a secret. So I have a favorite place to go hiking. And I say it's a secret because there's not a lot of people that are out there normally. So don't like flock there because it's my place. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> not really. It's great. But it's called Whitewater Canyon and it's outside of Bernard. So Bernard's population, like 15 people. And they have this beautiful preserve and there's trails all over. Um, and there's one trail has always been my favorite. And it's actually really short and you walk up this trail and then it's actually, you end up on a bluff and you're overlooking this little river below. It's not a big river. I'm not even sure, you know, it's some fork of something, but you just overlook that and you're feel like you're on the top of a mountain, like you're higher than the trees and there's birds flying below and it's just, it's really cool. But then there is another trail that's a little bit longer and it's just all grass, just a grass path. And there are, um, there've been a couple of times where I just, you know, I, I need to get rejuvenated and I'll take an afternoon off of work or whatever. And, um, especially when it's a nice day out and I will go and just go for a hike out there completely by myself. And I always just find that it's those moments of just being alone and God's creation when I'm, I'm not even thinking of anything, but I can just feel, just feel him all over. And I, it's like, I don't ever want to leave. You know, like, it's like one of those things where I'm like, this must be what heaven feels like, because it is just that, that beautiful place of, of surrender. And, and I will admit, like, I have had times where I will just break out and worship or break out in prayer or, you know, just, and I, I'm glad there's no one around because I probably look like I, I am a little weird where, you know, like times where I just have like this burst of energy and I'll just take off running just because I'm just filled so much. And so knowing like how much I love that and that to me, like I, I can find, find that, you know, little pockets of that in my everyday life. But I feel like when I truly get away, I am just like soaking in that. So it makes me think about your question of why don't we do that? You know, is it pride? And I am a believer that pride trickles down into everything. So pride is, you know, the root of so many of our, our sins. And, um, and the word surrender, this came into my mind again, where I think about I'm still holding on to that control. You know, I, I know that through God and when I'm with him and when I really acknowledge that he's within me is when I have that, that moment of absolute peace. Um, but it's scary at the same time to completely surrender and just to let him have all of the control and, and give it up, even though it's good, even though it's beyond good. You know, it's still like that, that prideful control that I think I need to learn to let go of even more. I think you make a great picture there. And it reminded me of a special place that I have, that I have found. Um, it's, it's far away. It's in Colorado. So it's a mm -hmm. long ways from here, but there is a, there is a place, um, on a trail that we take off the trail and we follow a Creek up an incline. You know, it's, it's, we're in the mountains and this area, um, that we like to just, well, I'll say we, because Beth has now kind of gotten with me on this. Like the, the word that comes to my mind is this is where we go to withdraw, mm. right? That, that was that word that just continues to come back to me. And when we get a chance to withdraw into that place, 
it's it doesn't become about the Colorado mountains or the Rocky Mountains. It doesn't become about vacation. It completely and only becomes about God. Mm-hmm. And we feel so close to him because we're surrounded by magnificence. Um, mm-hmm. You know, picture the, the places that for you, Jess, mm-hmm. your place, you described it really well. So now, like, if you're listening to this, think about that place for you. Maybe it's a beach for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe it is on a mountain or in a valley, or maybe it's on a lake in Minnesota. Who knows? Where you have a, a, an opportunity to withdraw from the pace of life, mm-hmm. the hustle, um, the noise, the distractions, the worries, the concerns. I think that's the beautiful thing about vacations. Um, like vacation for me is a chance to like, rejuvenate with God Mm -hmm. we've always done that every time that we've ever gotten into the mountains we're like look for it you know and and I think we're more receptive to it Um, but that trail like when we're we're there we have crystal clear air there is no road noise Mm -hmm. there is only nature noise and that's wind and uh, you know running water uh, birds uh, the smells are pure uh, there, there, I mean, there's just nothing like when, if we were to walk outside, wherever you're at today, probably you would not get a chance to experience that. It's that withdrawal. And I, I feel so close to God when we're there. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, as a result, it's much easier to praise God there. Yeah. I feel like when you said, like, it's, it's that little slice of heaven, like, this is, like those best days here are like the worst days in heaven. I've always liked that saying. Yeah. Where oh, we just can't even imagine the magnitude of it. Well, and I think, you know, when you're talking about that, the feeling of heaven isn't because of the physical surroundings. It's because you are withdrawn and you're just focusing on him. Like that is heaven. That yeah. is. Yeah. You look at things and you get, and, you, and it makes you just wonder like, how God, you like, it just shows you God is real. Mm-hmm. is real he's right with you this is so cool so while y'all were talking I'm thinking what is the pace of praise what's the pace of praise right this whole podcast is about God's kingdom pace God what's the what's the pace on the kingdom this is cool, y'all. Listen, I looked up the word praise. Hmm. So I'm not, not, this is just definition, like regular Joe, not deep theological Bible stuff. Like, right, <laughs> praise means this in Greek in 15 different languages and <laughs> all that stuff, right? Like, just for the common people like me, like short bus. It says verb. It says to express approval or admiration of, right? To express approval or admiration of. Now listen what pace used in the verb text. To set the pace for. Think about those two together. I'm going to set the pace in my life. Right? That what I do is approve and of God's leading in my life. I'm going to set the pace of that and have a life of praise. Right? Like... That's pretty cool. Yeah, it is. I'm going to be the, like, I'm going to let God, right? Really, it's the Holy Spirit will set the pace in my life, right? 
to approve of what God is doing with my life, how he's leading my life, good, bad, whatever, mm-hmm. sickness and in health, all those things, I'm going to allow him to set my pace to where I'm going to approve and praise him mm-hmm. because that's my pace of life with him in the kingdom, right? Mm-hmm. Is Jesus in the garden, right? We've, we've talked about this before, but in that moment of facing suffering, as suffering lingered, he says, God, I want your will because your kingdom sets the pace for my life. And if mm-hmm. that's what you will, then that's what I want, right? And he praised God in that moment. Mm-hmm. That's some Southern shouting right there, y'all. <laughs> I mean, right? That makes you want to pick up a banjo and be like, strum the, s- yeah. <laughs> banjo. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> that's that banjo. Uh, Sweet tea. I guess so. <laughs> Pace of praise should be no matter what, God. Mm-hmm. Hilltop, valley, shadow of death. You're going to get it. Yeah. Like, why would you want anything else? Yeah, each, each of us, the three of us, we are, we are clay. We are jars of clay in the potter's hand. And to, to take clay, you put it in a fire to refine it and burn it so it will solidify it so it doesn't have cracks and leaks, right? And so I feel like when God puts us in the fire to refine us, to teach us, to strengthen us, to make us stronger, it's so he can use our life and fill it with what he wants and then pour it out how he pleases, right? But we're just jars of clay in his hand, right? But that jar is meant for a purpose. And when the jar serves the purpose that God wants, that brings him a lot of praise. Think about that. The three of us are just jars of clay. The more we go in the fire, the stronger we get. Mm Mm-hmm. Makes you want to shout. I know. I see in your eye. Both of y'all want to just go ahead and y'all are just, we got people in here. And <laughs> they're like, mm, right now I just want to let it go. <laughs> Jars clay. Right? Yeah. I love that because I, I think it just brings us all back to, to him. You know, like, and that's the cool thing when you think about, you know, our praise is directed to God and our purpose is through him and our priority is, you know, like all of those things. I don't know. It's just, it's such a, a filling feeling. You know, you know, potentially, potentially if we're honest, some of the scariest things that we could hear Jesus say to us are these words. Have you considered my servant, James? Have you considered my servant, Jessica? Have you considered my servant, Mark? Because that's what Jesus said about Job. Have you considered my servant, Job? And you know what came after that? Hmm. Hell on earth. Mm -hmm. You know what God knew that Satan didn't know? Jesus is like, go ahead. Because when I put him in the fire, he's going to praise me, big boy. And I'm going to humble you. And only a way that I can, because you're just a little punk, right? But have you considered my servant Job? 
Imagine when Job was in the fire, he was thinking to himself, I wonder why he considered me. (laughs) (laughs) Or why did you have to consider me your servant, Job? Mm -hmm. And I think God would have responded, because you're just a jar of clay. But when I'm done with you, they'll be talking about you forever because of what I am in you. That makes you want to praise. Yeah. I was was reading something just this weekend, and it was talking about David. And, you know, David was great king. And um, they said, no, he probably impacted at his time millions of people. But he had no idea that God was actually using him to impact billions and billions of people. And just about, you know, how how would just our mindset and what we are able to know and then to think about the the plans that God has and the work that he's truly doing that we will never comprehend. Man. Papy, check this out. (laughs) James. I just literally had this thought because of Jessica mentioned this morning that, um, a listener was blessed because of your testimony of cancer. Mm-hmm. But you know what hit me in that moment? That could it be, like, could it be that God did say, have you considered my servant Jessica? Because hmm. when the cancer is over and even through it, watch what she does toward me. Hmm. Man, you're just stronger. That was the exact word that I was thinking, like made stronger, mm-hmm. not made weaker, made stronger, more inspiring, more like, so that's the thing is the way that you, we all go through stuff, right? And the way that we carry burdens, the way that, the way that we overcome, mm-hmm. the way that we draw on the infinite power of Jesus uh, versus drawing on uh, pain and suffering. Mm-hmm. Because that's part of it. The way that we go about our lives, that is ultimate praise. Because that's not about us. That's what other people get to see. That's, that's what you're just giving me in, in, as a thought. They're a new thought around that. Mm. It's thinking about, you know, Jessica wasn't uh, consciously trying to do something that a year or two later, mm-hmm. three years, whatever the date is. Mm-hmm that somebody would say that. Right. You were with Jesus, right? You, you were, you were giving him praise. It just makes me think of, of how everything is so interconnected, interdependent <laughs> through him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we, I think we could say, I think I really think what we're saying is that what if, what if we allowed the Holy Spirit of God to change our mind and renew the way we think about suffering? That really for a Christian, all suffering really means is I'm strengthening you in me for a work that I have because I'm going to fill you and pour you out as an offering because I want to bring myself glory is what Jesus would say through your life because you're the potter or I'm the potter you're the clay mm-hmm. right so you might as well just go ahead and praise me 
might as well just go ahead and praise me. I think that's that's awesome. I think that wraps all of this up perfectly. So we are um, thankful to have you on this journey with us. Um, you know, we just would love for you to dive in deeper. Um, you know, really our hope with this with this whole podcast is just to drive you to his word. Um, go and, and be with him in his pace. And you can obviously use your Bible for that. Um, but we also have a resource guide for you that you can download as well that will just kind of help um, think through some of the same things that, that we kind of talk through and think through with some journal prompts as well. So check out kingdompace.com and you can download that there. And we just love to keep going deeper with you at God's pace. Amen. I'm Jim. I'm Mark. I'm Jessica. AKA Papy. <laughs> we need your radio name. That's your radio name. Is you it? Need to introduce yourself next week. Be like, I'm Papy. What's up, y'all? It's Papy. This Papy's in the house. <laughs>We are honored to be on this journey with you. And as we go through life at a kingdom pace, we want to encourage you to dig into the word and also check out kingdompace.com for notes and handouts.